One morning in October 1981, after finishing up the overnight nursing shift in the pediatric intensive care unit at Bear County Hospital in San Antonio, Susanna Maldonado stepped into the office of her boss. Pat Belko, the PICU's head nurse, could not have been pleased to see Maldonado. The 25-year-old registered nurse was not one of her favorites, and she was even less pleased when she found out what Maldonado had on her mind. Too many babies were dying in the ICU, she began, dying of problems that shouldn't have been fatal. They were dying during a single nursing shift, the 3 to 11 evening shift, and they were dying, Maldonado said, under the care of a single nurse, Janine Jones. Hold on. Did that motherfucker just call me a twat? Oh, he did. Janine Jones coming to you live from Texas State Penitentiary. <laughs> I couldn't even keep a fucking That's right. Face. I'm still here, guys. Right. <laughs> Killing babies and shit. Yeah. They keep finding more, so. Right. Yeah. They bring them to me in prison. Cheers, Mandy. Cheers. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway, that's a little look at what you'll be listening to later on. I want to hear Mandy's opener. So, um, last week, we did the Pappen Twins. Nope. Mm. Nope. Not Sisters, twins. Sisters, the twats. The Pappen twats. <laughs> Not twins. Right. Um, And I kept calling them twins, as I just did by accident. And I could not understand why. Because I knew they were sisters. I'd read the story like five times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I know this one is seven years older than the other one. Like, I can't tell you how many times we had to edit. And then you said something while we were recording towards the end where I was like, bing. Light bulb. Yeah, I remembered the whole, like, why this... Because you said, I wonder if there's, like, a mental disorder or something that causes them to act that way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. There is. Because we've talked about it before on Vag. So, it is called um, folie a doux. A who a what? Folie a doux. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a mental disorder... That two people share an experience at the same time. If you and your best friend are convinced that her dog can speak English, it might be fully a do. But it's more so like a delusion. So it's more so worse. So like a shared delusion? So it's shared psychosis of two close people. Oh my God, we should see if we can like do that. I don't want to do that. (laughs) And I will tell you why. Because so when back... I don't even know. A year at least ago, we did a story on Vag about this couple. No, twins. (laughs) What? What is happening? How come when it's actually twins, I'm not saying twins. Right. But when they're not twins, I keep calling them the twins. (laughs) Anyway, they're called the Erickson twins. So that is why I kept saying twins, not even realizing that the story was like kind of similar to me. Because they went crazy together in like a weird fucked up way the way the Pappen sisters did like they um I feel a little bit disconnected did I miss something why I'm sorry why I'm a little drunk (laughs) I must have missed it rewind I haven't told you the story yet no but you said this is why I keep saying they're the Pappen twins instead of the Pappen sisters. Is it because you've already read about the other twins? It's because it was reminding me of the Erickson twins. Oh, but I okay. didn't realize Ooh, that. <laughs> I didn't realize that at the time. So, but yeah, I'm not going to go over the whole thing. But um, you guys haven't heard that story, so I just wanted to give you like a recap on it, right? Because it's fucking nuts. And so are the Pappen sisters as well. But their names were Ursula and... Ooh, hot! 
Like Sabine or something? I just looked it up. But, Were they like Eastern European? Um, well, in the story, they're traveling from Ireland to the UK, but I don't know where they originate from. Those are like Norwegian names or something. I know. You'd have to go back to the Vagan Ghost story. Crazy. I'm not, I didn't do all the research on it, but I just wanted to tell you like the part where the like folie du came in. So they were on a bus from Ireland going to the UK and they were acting so strange on the bus that after, you know how like when you're on a long bus trip, they stop and people can get off and like go to the bathroom and get stuff out of the convenience store or whatever. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't let them back on. No. Yeah. So then, and they're, they're pulling off the interstate, right? Right. They won't let them back on. So then these sisters start walking, the twins, Uh they start walking down the interstate and it's like, I think it's like one of those interstates where there's like no speed limit, What? you know, like the Audubon kind of shit. Yeah. And so these police guys, I don't know what they call them in Ireland, but police, they pull them over (laughs) or they stop and they um, pull over near them and to see if they need help or a ride somewhere. Mm -hmm. And as they're talking to them, one of them just fucking runs out into traffic. No way. Into this fucking busy ass interstate gets hit by a truck and She's, like, out for, like, she's stunned, but then she gets up, what? and she's okay. And then the other fucking one runs into the traffic and gets hit. And then she's stunned, but then she's okay. What the fuck? They're, and like, she- deer getting hit by cars, and they're, like, okay. Yeah. So these girls got up and walked after that. What the fuck? There's video of her- them getting hit by these cars. And I have to see this video. <laughs> Oh, so my God. Like, in my head, when I was first watching the video, I'm like, oh, my God, they're on, like, PCP or something. Like, something fucking like, crazy. Yeah. And then, um, so, then, I don't remember. I think they might have taken them to jail just, or no, they, obviously, they probably took them to the hospital. Like they, an insane They asylum. checked out of the hospital, and one of the twins got arrested for something, and the other one is, like, going to the police station to try and, like, get her sister out. Uh-huh. And she meets this dude and, like, stabs him and kills him. What? And then, because she, like, was all raged out because she was apart from her twin. Because of, just like the, you know, like Pappen the Pappen sisters. sisters. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, it's so crazy. But you'll have to look more into that story. There's an episode somewhere on Vodka and Ghost about it. I couldn't even tell you, like, when. Maybe it, we can air it on here as, like, a special was, edition Yeah, or we can something. clip that part out. that's crazy. Yeah, but it was so nuts. And I was like, oh, my gosh. There's a reason I was saying twins <laughs> all last time. Well, no, that, that makes so much sense. Yeah, but it reminded me without even like subconsciously about it mm-hmm. you know so it kept coming through and i'm like i've been here before <laughs> it's one <laughs> of those things. Things. <laughs> or like, whatever the, what's that shit called a little bit it's called <laughs> folie adieu folie adieu <laughs> folie adieu and it i feel like i'm about to vomit when i say that <laughs> <laughs> folie adieu, folie adieu. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway an answer to your previous question in the last episode is yes, there is a there is a mental there disorder. There is a mental disorder. Tonight we're actually going to talk about one of my favorite mental disorders. Oh, can't wait. Well, it's not one that we have. <laughs> well, I don't think I have any. Manny doesn't have any. I have a few. But it's not one that anxiety. I have. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. Every a lot of people have anxiety. Yeah. It gets worse with age. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And it gets even worse with each kid you have. But you know what? That's why there's vodka in the world. And Xanax. And Xanax, <laughs> yeah. That's very true. I don't condone doing both at the same time. I recommend it, though. <laughs> you heard it from her. Right. I don't... That's hey, Shiza. don't do it. But <laughs> don't not do it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just kidding. I am not a doctor. Okay, Trump. What is it? Uh, hydroxychloroquine and uh, Clorox, Zithromax, and go ahead and take a whippet of Clorox or Lysol or whatever. Katie is no better. Don't do what she says. I'm Donald Trump, and I and (laughs) I approve this message. (laughs) All right, guys. (laughs) I have to pee my pants. We gotta take a break.
At least my stomach didn't growl right after you said that. <laughs> oh my god, I'm already like half dead. Okay, guys, we are gonna take a break and we'll be right back and I'm gonna tell you all about this stupid bitch, Janine Jones. <laughs> <laughs> So this bitch is a female serial killer. Okay. From don't hear about them too much. I know. So if what they're assuming is true, she is actually the deadliest serial killer in the United States. Really? Really? What? Mm-hmm. They think that she has killed possibly upwards of sixty children. That she's a bitch. Fucking bitch. She is actually who looks like my aunt. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. It is very un, uh, uncanny. Sorry. It's very weird looking at the picture of her. Sorry, aunt. Yeah. Um, aunt, who I won't say your name. Well, hopefully it's not Janine Jones. <laughs> I only have a couple of aunts, so. Sorry, Aunt Janine. <laughs> so, okay, so this woman is a licensed vocational nurse, not to be confused with an RN. Okay. Um, actually, it's licensed vocational nurses, LVNs. Um, that's what they're called in Texas and California. Around okay. here, they're LPNs, licensed okay. practical nurses. So, so she like can't write prescriptions. Well, neither can nurses. Um, that's well, nurse, nurse practitioner. Nurse and practitioner. The word nurse is in that. Right, but a nurse <laughs> practitioner is kind of like a doctor. almost a doctor. Yeah, but she's a nurse. With you can way, 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 way more training, though, than just a nurse. So the difference between an LV or LPN and a practical nurse is basically there's it's a less formal program. Um, they perform certain medical duties, but they're not given as many responsibilities as RNs. So okay. it's kind of like mm, wound care, you know. Ew, gross. So gross. <laughs> um, they'll okay. examine patients. They'll observe symptoms. They'll assist in certain things. Um, they'll do like clinics, nursing homes, home health care. And you can find them in hospitals, Ugh. but they're generally under the supervision of RNs. Okay. RNs are usually under, they take direct orders from doctors. They're mm. really involved in like patient care plans like if something, let's say you're in the hospital and something goes wrong, the nurse is the one that's going to rush in and make a decision on what to do mm-hmm. and then page the doctor. So, I mean, that's kind of the difference. She just ha- didn't go through as much training. It's more vocational training versus like a legit, I don't want to say legit because that's wrong. They're still nurses. Yeah. Um, but it's just not as rigorous of a program. It's like you went to this level, but then you didn't continue your training. Exactly. So you're here. Right. So she got, she actually got her LVN. In a year. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. But she got her LVN in um, 1977. Okay. So her first job was actually a beautician. So oh. let me give you a little background on this bitch. So she was actually... Um, I don't know when she was born because I don't care. She's a monster. But <laughs> she... I have like pages and pages of notes. So if you hear me turning the page, that's what that I will is. never picture her as a cute little sweet baby. No. I mean, look at her. She's fucking haggard. But, I just said she looked like my aunt. <laughs> well, sorry, aunt. You're haggard. But... <laughs> she... So she um, was adopted. She was one of four that was adopted. Um, she... Her adoptive parents... 
her dad was like a club owner and her mom, her adoptive mom was like the DJ in the club. <laughs> I know. <laughs> not, not what you expected to hear, right? Mm-mm, mm-mm. So one of her brothers. Can swallow. Right. Her, cool. Yeah. She was really close. She was like daddy's little girl. Okay. I don't know about anything about the fourth sibling. Um, but I do know that her dad died of cancer. I don't know how her mom died. Um, when she was like young or? Her, both of her parents were gone when by the time she was 17. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, or at least when she was 17. Yeah. Um, one of her brothers died of cancer. Her other brother died when a pipe bomb that he was making exploded. No. So he was nuts, too. Why the fuck are you making a pipe bomb? Right. Who the fuck are your parents? <laughs> yeah, what is happening here? I know they're adopted, but it was like, it sounds like mom and the other brother that died of cancer might have been a little bit sane. Again, I didn't go digging. Right. Because my story's not on them. But, but it, this is But then the like... other brother died building a fucking pipe bomb that exploded in his fucking face. What the hell? So she was daddy's, yeah, yeah she was daddy's little girl. And apparently daddy wasn't one to be fucked with. And she picked up on his traits. She cussed like a sailor. She was really crude. She didn't have a filter. I don't know what that's like. She, <laughs> she is her um, granddaughter's name Katie. I mean, maybe. <laughs> but um, she she would say the wrong things at the wrong time. She didn't know how to read the room. She didn't know how to read her audience. It, people always like commented and complained about her talking, you know, she would talk about in front of her coworkers and in front of her boss, she would start talking about like her sexual escapades or like, what? like, yeah. Like for example, she'd be standing. I mean, I kind of do that with my boss, but you know, I mean, I think it's not as a, you have to read the room though. Like, yeah, that's true. That's you true. know, you're not going to stand in the middle of a hospital hallway and be like, oh, you see that doctor down there? I'm going to fuck him tomorrow. Oh it's my like, God. right. Oh, the things I would do to him. I'm going to let him tie me up and put my fucking ankles behind my head. Like, you don't say that shit in the middle of the hospital hallway. Right. And you, like, me and my boss are really good friends. I've been friends with over 20 years. And she's this just boss standing. This probably like, what the fuck is wrong with Well, this not girl? only that, she's standing there with, like, the, the director of, like, pediatrics and shit. <laughs> Plus nurses, plus orderlies, plus, like, just regular doctors that don't even fucking know her. And they're talking about these conquests. I mean, there's even, like, accounts of her talking <laughs> talking in front of people, and they're like, she's not even attractive. These aren't even real stories. Like, I don't know yeah. why. You know, and she's like... Maybe she's making them up in her head so much that she believes that they're real or something? Bingo. Oh, look at me. Bingo. So. Give me a gold star, pat on the back. I know, right? Here's your trophy. (laughs) So, I mean, she, I need a sip of vodka. This is like, this bitch is fucking whack. So, people don't say that anymore, but I'm bringing it back. So. (laughs) I'm bringing, bringing whack back. I'm bringing whack back, bitch. Let's say, okay, so. All of these articles that I read about her, and even I watched a couple document documentaries, <laughs> which is kind of like a documentary. <laughs> so I watched a bunch of stuff on her. Actually, um, pop culture has not been nice to her. Well, I bet not. Right, and when I tell you all of the shit that she has done, uh, you'll see why. But because um, she's wiggity 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 whack, she's wiggity wiggity whack, bitch. So she she has been referred to as a fighter. Like, like all a physical of, fighter? No. Well, kind of. They've referred to her as a street fighter. As oh a, my God. I know. I don't know why. Maybe it's because <laughs> of her fucked up attitude. Maybe it's because she's a twat. I don't know. It's definitely that. She's definitely a fucking twat and not a good one. She married. So both of her parents and her two brothers were dead by the time she was 17. She married Gosh. her. I know. She married her high school sweetheart. Okay, that was my stomach that time. Sorry, guys. Was that that way? Yeah, it was my stomach. I heard some like reverberation. That's why I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it sounded like a spring or something. That was your (laughs) stomach. The fuck (laughs) is in your tum tum? I don't know. All right, so um, she married her high school sweetheart about a month before she turned eighteen. Okay, and they had a baby. 
Okay. Like soon after. A son, yeah. And she, he was actually drafted into the Navy. Okay. Um, she signed up at some place and went to beauty school. Okay. Yeah. Can you imagine that gorge piece? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, who did your hair? Was right. You? Oh, I'll have to find the picture for you of her with like a fucking beehive. <laughs> hot. So good. Right. So hot. So my hand is frozen in my cup. That was so weird. <laughs> I literally had to peel it off. What the fuck? My fingerprints probably like you can kind of see like this here is where we're like Oh look at your fingerprints. We need to loop in like ice ice baby in the background. <laughs> Sorry, I keep cutting off. That was the fucking craziest thing I've ever happened. It was legit. I can see where your fingers it was were frozen on and I had to like peel it off. Okay, I'm so sorry. No, that's awesome. I would have totally done that too. That is a once in a lifetime fucking thing. That was awesome. That was crazy. And this is like a solo cup. It's a plastic solo cup. My finger was frozen to the side. That's awesome. Good drinks. Good drinks. That is so weird. Sorry, I will not announce anymore. That's so funny. So she went to beauty school, and she started working at some like church hair place. I don't know. She probably wasn't good at it because I saw a picture of her. Yeah. Like, with her hair done, it's like a bouffant, and she looks fucking haggard. And it wasn't even done right. It looked awful. Her makeup looked like shit. And I'm like, what beauty school did you go to? It was like Mims something, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Seems right. legit. Have fun with that. Right. So, her husband comes home. She filed for divorce. She said that he was, I mean, she used all these big words, like she was fucking smart or something. And, <laughs> I mean, actually, she was really smart, but, um... She said that he was, like, really abusive, both physically and emotionally and verbally, you know, was, like, whatever. But apparently they had an on-and-off-again relationship for a really fucking long time. They got back together. Before the marriage or after? Well, they stayed married for a really long time. So she filed for divorce. Okay. And then the judge was about to grant it, and then... They never oh, so went they through were with it. On and off again after that. Right. Okay. So they didn't go through with it. Okay. So the judge didn't sign it. Um, and then she got knocked up again with her daughter. Okay. Well, while she was pregnant, or actually I think it was probably just before she was pregnant, she had signed up to go to nursing school. And she when she found out she was pregnant, she had just started the program. Okay. So she graduates that program, a one-year program, in 1977. She takes a job somewhere on, like, the University of Texas, like, medical campus. Mm-hmm. And like she... The clinic? I don't even know what it was. And she didn't... She only lasted, like, eight months there. And she said the reason she was let go from there... She was let go. Or the reason that she left there oh, was okay. because she had... There was, like, a... I don't know, something with the doctor. Like, they just didn't see eye to eye or whatever. Which, with her sparkling personality, I cannot imagine yeah. why she wouldn't get along with somebody. So then she goes to Bear County Hospital, which is on the same campus, but it's on the far side. Okay. So this is, like, from what I'm gathering, it was, like, the University of Texas, like, campus. Okay. Um, and UT Medical School was also on this campus. And so it was, like, a teaching hospital. So there was also... Um, like med school students and okay. shit, like circling in and out there too, because it was and a teaching hospital. She was hospital. now med school. No, she was just a LVN. So, um, she was working. I don't even know where she was, but then um, she saw that pediatric ICU was looking for nurses, okay. and so she applied, and she decided, I want that job. Well, they hired her. So she's in there and she is loved by the patient's parents. So she's not in the NICU, but she's in the PICU. Okay. So the PICU, the pediatric intensive care unit is for the difference between a NICU and a PICU is you could have like a two week old in there, but Mm -hmm. this is the difference is if the child has left the hospital and been out in the world and comes back, you go in the PICU. The NICU is for babies that have been born. And go straight there. But they've never left the hospital. So the baby could be a year old, but they've been in the NICU. The whole time. Right. They've never left the hospital and been out in the world. Okay. So it's more, it's a controlled environment. Okay. That makes more sense. Right. Because one of her victims is actually four months old. 
One of them's like a couple weeks old. So, or like four weeks old, something like that. So, um. How's this woman still kicking? Well, because she wasn't given a death sentence. She was given life sentences. So, unfortunately. And Texas, of all fucking places, they put to, they give death sentences to like special needs people. Maybe it's worse. Maybe it's worse having to live out a life sentence or multiple I mean, I... Than just, like, ending it right away. I, you know, to an extent, I think it is, because you just have to fucking suffer. Yeah, you're not getting out. Right. And... But at the same time, you have a roof over your head. Food. Three hot meals, a shower. But you also have a bunch of women who know you killed a bunch of kids. Right, but, I mean, she women are not going to be cool with that She's shit. still in prison, and she's still kicking, and she's in her 60s. That's true. And she Why has no one offed her yet? She's been in prison... Since like 1984, so clearly she's doing just fine. She's probably running that shit. Damn it! And that and see and that's just it. Yeah. So what it, is it better for life in prison? I mean, I mean, you'd think the other inmates in there would be like, "You're a child killer. I'm gonna fucking kill you, or right. I'm gonna make your life fucking miserable." Right. We don't know. Maybe I'm gonna pretend in my head that's what's happening. I would like to pretend, but she, I mean, she's in her fucking sixties. Who so, cares? She's. I know, but I think child molesters probably have it worse. I wouldn't know. I've never been in the fucking clink, but <laughs> I don't. You know. I don't know. I mean, molesting is Im- like impossible to even imagine. No, but I murdering yeah. children has got to be worse because you're fucking killing them, mm-hmm. and the parents lost them. They're gone. Right. And oh my god, if I had a chance to meet that lady. Yeah, well, the worst part... What's up, girl? <laughs> so, the worst part is that these people trust her because she's one way with the staff and with her coworkers. Mm-hmm. The parents trusted her to no end. Gosh, those poor parents. Right. So, she... Even when this was her fault, mm-hmm. and even before she started her little reign of terror... Yeah. She, every time a baby or a child died, it, she cried like it was her child. She mourned each one of these deaths. Like legit? Legitimately. Like she was like stabbed in the fucking heart and would like cry with the family. Like she was just broken. Okay. So, um, what happened was... After a while, she developed a bit of a God complex. Mm, So people started complaining about her and she started to kind of get into it. So she slowly started like touting herself. So she would go to her superior and be like, did you see that? The family loves me. I just saved their child. And she would start pissing people off because she was like tooting her own horn and the nurse like that's not why you become a nurse right her boss is like that's your fucking job right you know and so she would keep doing it to all of her coworkers. she's like did you see what i did in there that was amazing right yeah he was dying and i just brought him back right or you know you know and i'm not using verbatim this is just me being a smart ass but Mm -hmm. that's what she was doing so um That kept happening. Well, when people started getting pissed off, she took it to the next level. Mm -hmm. So she started basically inducing issues in children that could not speak for themselves, could not fight for themselves, but were vulnerable Mm -hmm. and already had like a pre-existing condition that had potential for... Um, complications so they could be explained away. Mm-hmm. So she would take a drug and create an issue, but then fix it to and feed her to God complex. God, yeah. And then she would be like, Oh my God, that baby was on the brink of death. I brought the baby back and I saved it. There is no worse monster than someone who fucks with a child. Right. There is none. I, I mean, agree with you. It is terrible to fuck with any person. And now as an adult, that's very scary too for people. But you fuck with a child? No. That is the worst fucking thing anyone could do. I agree. And this woman is still breathing. I agree. So, what was happening 
was she was using certain drugs that they used in the PICU all the time for different ailments, and she was dosing them. So she was using different drugs. She like she had three that, ha- that it wasn't unusual to see the the vials they were used going yep, down all the time in the PICU. And I'll explain Gosh. what they do a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But the three drugs that she really liked are succinylcholine. She liked lenoxin, and she liked heparin. Okay. Um, and just to just real quick, succinylcholine is a short-term paralysis drug. They usually, like, if you watch, like, medical shows and shit, mm-hmm. they usually are, like, two of this and two of sucks, you know, to, like, trach somebody, to put, like, a breathing tube in their throat. It, oh. it paralyzes you. It has, like, a half-life of, like, seven to ten minutes. Okay. It just, it's like a paralytic that j- it kicks in immediately. Yeah. Just so it relaxes your muscles so they can get the trach tube, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Just so they can do what they need to do, and then it wears off in a matter of minutes. like, contracting and trying to push it out Right, but the problem is that it's virtually undetectable after the 7 to 10 minutes. Oh, my gosh. So, and... So she paid attention in her nursing class? Absolutely. The other one, uh, Lenoxin, is the brand name. The generic is Digoxin, and it's used for, like, AFib, heart conditions, heart failure... Um, and it can be taken orally or through an IV. Her favorite was IVs, obviously. The other one is heparin. And heparin is a blood thinner. It's an anticoagulant. I've heard of that. I feel like my dad's gotten that before. I he guarantee he has. Yeah. Your dad has had heart attacks and strokes. Right. Um, and what it does is it thins your blood to prevent blood clots. So um, <laughs> what they did in the PICU was they would put just a tiny bit in the IV line mm-hmm. to stop the blood from clotting where the IV needle, because back then they were metal needles in IVs, Okay. to stop the blood from clotting Oof. at the needle to make sure that the fluids would go into your veins. Right. It would just stop those tiny little blood clots. Oh, that's so cool. Right. I didn't know so there was metal in your veins. You don't remember metal IVs? They were legit I didn't really needles. have that many IVs when I was a kid. Oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I know I had some, but... I miss the metal ones because they hurt less than these flimsy plastic, plastic ones. Plastic ones that your body pushes out? Mm-hmm. God, yeah, yeah, those ones hurt me more. I wish they were still metal. The little tubes? Yep, I hate those things. But, um, yeah, so those were her three favorites. Um, so let's start with some of her. Oh, she also liked, um, Dilantin. I forgot about that one. What is that? I've heard the name of that before. It's an anti-seizure medication. Uh, it's also used for like, uh, heart arrhythmias, like, uh, neuropathy pain. Hmm. It can be taken orally or obviously through an IV. And all of these medications, the half-life is really short. So, so they're virtually undetectable. Exactly. Unless they die while they're in, while it's in you. So that's it. Oh, sorry. So that, well, no, that's it. You're right. Okay. But all of these have really bad side effects. So like if there's like overdoses, um, so like for Dilantin, um, the serious side effects are sleepiness, self-harm, liver problems, bone marrow suppression, low blood pressure, toxic epidermal ne- necro- necrolysis. Uh, skin blisters, flu-like symptoms, raw skin, sepsis, and even death. Jesus so, Christ. that sounds amazing. <laughs> I'd be like, do I really need this? Because the side effects sound worse than what I have right now. Well, some of the less serious side effects are nausea, stomach pain, loss of appetite, poor coordination, increased hair growth, enlargement <laughs> of the gums. What? Shakshay. <laughs> Sorry, I have to make jokes. I mean, this is such a horrible shit. But like, um, it is, it is, it is, it is. And I keep talking about like anal and shit. I need to stop. We ha- no, we have to make jokes because this is really bad. Right. So like heparin, the side effects are heparin induced thrombocytopenia or HIT, which causes the immune system to target blood platelets. It can also cause alopecia and osteoporosis with long-term use. Interesting. What is it called? Heparin. I have to. I wonder because... Pepperin you know, is so widely used. I do hair. 
And they tell all of my clients with alopecia that there is no known cause. Absolutely there is. It would be is. interesting to ask them if any of them have been given heparin before. Right. And I've been given heparin many times, not as like a prescription, but, you know, during surgeries. Interesting. I'm going to bring that up with some of them. Yeah. Because some of their alopecia issues, some are total where they lost all their hair. Yeah. And some are just spots and, you know, mm-hmm. that would be really interesting. I've never heard that because they say all of them have just been like, oh, they assume it's from an autoimmune disease that we haven't found yet. Right. And alopecia typically, I mean, totally off topic, but it typically is caused by an autoimmune disease. Well, I know. And that's what they know. So that's just what they tell them. Right. But I never knew there was like a drug that could possibly cause it. Cause it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. interesting. Too much of it in your system can cause alopecia. There's actually really? a few drugs that I've read side effects alopecia. where if there's too much of it in your system, it could cause alopecia. Interesting. I'm yeah. going to look more into that. Right. So the other one... Um, the digoxin or linoxin. Um, I could, I didn't write down any, the side effects, like the serious side effects weren't too serious. They weren't notable. Right. Um, but for the succinylcholine, this is the one that was not only her favorite drug, mm-hmm. it was like her like death drug of choice. God, the side that's effects. Terrible. Well, I mean, it's a paralytic, right? But the, the serious side effects are really bad. So yeah, death. Well, yeah. So, I'm just going to read what I wrote down for succinylcholine because, one, she used this on almost all of the children. And if we're talking upwards of 60 kids, yeah, I mean, this is really bad. So, it's used to create short-term paralysis as part of general anesthesia. It's done to help with tracheal intubation or electroconvulsive therapy and is given by injection um, in the vein or in muscle. When used in a vein, onset of action is generally within one minute and lasts about seven to ten minutes. The side effects are low blood pressure, increased saliva, muscle pain, and rash. Note, it can cause malignant hypothermia, muscle pains, acute rhabdomyel... I can always say this word except for right now. Rhabdomyolysis with high potassium levels. Changes in cardiac rhythm, including slow heart rate and cardiac arrest. Now, in most of these cases, she was giving infants and toddlers two doses of succinylcholine. The first one to render them, like, practically vegetables. The second dose was the fatal dose. So, at this point, she's not playing God. She's trying to kill them. Right. So. Gosh, I hate her. Yeah. So. When she started doing this, so when she moved to, like, the 3 to 11 shift. Right. Um, they actually started calling it the death shift. There was such a spike in all of these cases. During her shift. During her shift. Mm-hmm. There was, like, nurses from other shifts, like, they would be doing the shift change and going through, like, all these patients or whatever. And they would be things like... Anything from, you know, this kid came in for smoke inhalation from a house fire, but he's fine. Or this kid had, like, uh, heart surgery. This kid had a congenital heart defect. This kid was in for, you know, uh, vomiting and diarrhea and whatever. This kid had pneumonia. But they all had really good prognosis. And they None of them were life-threatening right. at all. Or even, like, my kid's got to go to kindergarten and give him a shots or something. Well, her first death was after vaccines, but I'm going to... Her first one? Her first... Well, her first... Not trying to... I'll get there. Okay. I'll get get there. there. We'll get there. Okay. So, um... Anyways, during the death shift, there was a massive spike in deaths. And they had to narrow it down they were so they had all of the nurses okay 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 and then they had all of the times the nurses were working and then they were able to use like the analytics for when the spike of deaths were right and then they were able to even pinpoint who was on shift and whose patients they were mm-hmm. they figured out it was Janine so instead of firing her okay 
they decided they were going to get rid of all of the LVNs and make it all RNs. They didn't report her to the state board. They didn't um, let the DA know. They didn't report her to anybody. Yeah, well, they were an accomplice then. Absolutely. Yeah, they needed to get Absolutely. her ass in jail then. The state should have known. The nursing board should have known. Mm-hmm. The DA definitely should have fucking known. Like, why wouldn't they have wanted her to lose her nursing license? Right. Like, so instead of drawing attention to themselves, they just decided, let's just say we want the PICU and the pediatrics department as a whole... To have all RNs and we'll just get rid of LVNs. So let's introduce Dr. Holland. Okay. So Dr. Holland um, was a doctor that her name is Kathleen Holland. And she was opening a pediatric clinic in a small town um, outside of San Antonio in Kerrville, Texas. Okay. Dr. Holland wanted to hire um, Janine as one of her nurses for her private practice in Kerrville, Texas. And she went to the hospital and said, is she a good hire? Should I hire her? So she took the private steps? Yeah. Is she a good employee? Blah, blah, blah. They not only gave good recommendations and said that they should hire her, they wrote her letters of recommendation. What? Absolutely. That's because they wanted her to leave the hospital. And shame on them. Absolutely. They knew it there was... Are, there's blood on their hands just absolutely. for that. Absolutely. They knew it was her. <sighs> all of the nurses, all of the doctors, everyone knew it was her. They would just do anything they could to get rid of her. Absolutely. They Gosh, just passed her on like, oh, well, it's not our problem anymore. She can be someone else's problem. Knowing goddamn well... That she was killing babies. Right. And I'll get to who they are and what happened with them mm-hmm. in a little bit. So, Dr. Holland takes her to her clinic in Kerrville, Texas. Now, Kerrville, Texas did not have a big um, pediatric... Um, there weren't a lot of children. It was more, like, older. Okay. Um, I, I almost want to say, like, elderly. Uh, it's more, like older population. Okay. <laughs> um, so she opens this pediatric little clinic. Yeah. Um, and Janine seems like this great nurse or whatever. Well, one day a girl named Chelsea McClelland, who was, I believe 15 months old. Oh no. She comes in and she's coming in for a checkup. Mm-hmm. And routine vaccinations. Oh my gosh, I was just kidding. Well, at that time... Oh man, I can't even. Mm. The I'm doctor, that, you know, I mean, well I guess even now because the nurse gives Austin his vaccination. Yeah, the nurse gives my kids theirs too. Yeah, and the like doctor the isn't like, oh, there. will be in in a minute. To right, you. so I was about to say at that time the nurse could do it without the doctor being around, but... They still can. Right, they can still do that because the nurse does my sons all the time. The fuck was that? Anyways, so um, so Janine is administering Chelsea's vaccinations, mm. mm-hmm. and I believe she gave her succinylcholine. So Chelsea supposedly stopped breathing after a vaccination. So they call nine one one. They get. You know, the um, ambulance there and in route to the hospital, they lost her pulse. No. Right. Janine is in the ambulance with her and Dr. Holland is in the car behind the ambulance. They're wanting to. I know. They're wanting to go to one hospital, but they know they're not going to make it because they lost her pulse. So they, Dr. Holland and what whoever called the closest hospital and they're like, we're coming, blah, blah, blah. We have a 15 month old. By the time they got to the hospital, Chelsea had already passed. Oh. On her death certificate, it says that she died of cardiac arrest due to SIDS. What? 
And just so happens that you just had a fucking vaccine. Mm-hmm. She had a seizure before she died in the ambulance. Why do the, why the fuck don't they look into SIDS more? You know what I mean? She didn't have SIDS. No, of course not. Mm-mm. But they don't have a cause for SIDS. And it's, that makes me think, what if SIDS other is cases... attributed to your heart and to your... Um... Yeah, well, what I'm saying is, what if other cases of SIDS... Mm-hmm. They just brushed it off as SIDS because of their age, just like this little girl. Right. That's so sad. So she had a seizure en route to the hospital, and the only person in the ambulance with her... Was Janine. Was Janine. Fuck you, Janine. I hate you. I know. I hate your ass. She's such a fucking bitch. So they tried to explain it away as SIDS, and they're like, oh, well, she was a preemie, and she had some breathing issues at birth, but she grew out of them. Mm. Turns out... Janine had given her a shot of succinylcholine mm. when she was giving her her vaccinations. And so that's shot number one. Prove this. Well, I'll get to that. Okay. They can't prove that because of the half life. Oh, that's right. Shot number two was given in the ambulance, which is what killed her. They only found that out later after they had to exhume this poor girl's body. Oh my god, these poor parents. They exhumed her body. Because this one doctor in Texas Mm -hmm. was like, there's a lab, I want to say it was like Sweden, that can test tissue to see if it was in her body at the time of death. So they exhumed her, Mm -hmm. took a tissue sample in Texas, and sent it to this lab in Sweden succinylcholine was still in her system, which means it was administered just before or at, you know, or at the time of her death. So it was still in her system, which proved that she did it. So like if you, if you die with drugs in your system, they, and then your heart stops, it's not pumping through your system anymore because your heart stops. And this was in the eighties. So it had to go all the way to Sweden. Yeah, because they didn't have that technology here. Whatever they used to test that tissue, in 1982, they didn't have that Mm. here. So, um, that was her first murder charge. She was charged with the death of Chelsea McClellan. And she was sentenced to 99 years in prison for murder and she be- I believe she got 60 years for like injuring a child or something okay um you know she would have been like not she'd been like a year or two older than us mhm that's so fucking sad yeah so listen to how fucked up this is so after Chelsea McClellan died um Actually, within the first month of Dr. Holland's children clinic opening, there were seven children who suddenly stopped breathing, had seizures, and required emergency hospitalization. In her practice? In her practice. In the first month of opening her practice. Seven. So she actually, Dr. Holland got called in by the hospital, the CDC, Mm -hmm. um, like the state something shit was in there. Um, the board of directors for the hospital was there. Like the licensing, like medical board was there. Like, and these people were grilling her. Basically she was a suspect for the murder of Chelsea McClellan because at that point they hadn't figured out that it was Janine. And the hospital hadn't come forward and said that she's a fucking baby killer. Right. Which they should have. Right. So they're grilling Dr. Holland for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. So Dr. Holland. Poor lady. So they actually asked Dr. Holland during their like grilling of her. They asked if in her clinic, if she had any succinylcholine. And she said, I keep one vial in the back of my refrigerator in my clinic, but we never use it. We have it in the case of an emergency. If somebody stops breathing, you know what I mean? Exactly. And we have to put in like a breathing tube or whatever. But she was like, I've never had to use it and I've never touched it. I ordered it, put it in the fridge and forgot about it. Mm -hmm. So 
<clears throat> she like made a mental note. She went back to the clinic and she's like getting her stuff, whatever. Like, why'd they ask me about that random drug? But I understand why they did. But she was like, but she why succinylcholine? They had found that. Right. Right. But I think they had put it together already at the hospital with Janine. But they, in the line of questioning, they had also asked, you know, do you trust your staff? And she was like, of course, I hired them. Why? I trust them with my life. Like, right. why? So, but she didn't understand why, because, you know, she thought she had done her vetting for all of her staff anyway. So why wouldn't she trust them? Right, exactly. So, you know, for all she knew, Janine was fucking peaches and cream, right? Right. Ew, gross. Peaches and cream. That's such a gross way of putting it. So gross. <laughs> Going back to the 80s. So, um, the, uh, she goes back and Janine just goes in her office and makes a random confession. And without knowing? Without having any idea. I mean, she knew that she had been grilled at the hospital and knew, like, what was going on. But she had no idea anything about succinylcholine. Mm-hmm. Dr. Holland didn't tell her anything. Right. So she comes in and she sits down and she's like, you know, what's going on? And so Janine's like, so I accidentally, I was rearranging things like whatever in the fridge. And I thought I lost the bottle of succinylcholine, mm. so I ordered another one. And then when the replacement came, I found the other one. So now we have two vials in the refrigerator. And she didn't flinch. And she was like, oh, okay, thank you. And so Janine went home for the night, and she waited. And she went in the refrigerator. Because an alarm went off in her head. Absolutely. She was like, don't flinch, don't flinch. Yeah. But why the fuck is she talking about succinylcholine? When I was just grilled Absolutely. So she goes in the refrigerator and she looks and there's two vials of succinylcholine. Mm-hmm. One of them is perfect. The right. other one has two needle holes, tiny little needle pricks in it. Okay. Which means it's been used. When right. she had never used succinylcholine. So did she use those on two of the victims? Well... Turns out she sent the vials. Yeah. Or the one that had the pin pricks in it. Yeah. She sent that vial to a lab to have it tested. In Sweden? No, in Texas. <laughs> Just kidding. In Sweden. In Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> um, she sent it to a lab in the hospital to be tested. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was 80% succinylcholine, 20% water. So one of the pricks was to take out succinylcholine. Yeah. The other one was putting water back in. Oh my gosh. Got her. Mm-hmm. So she has it's been... It's like, you can't hide the needle pricks, you idiot. Right, you fucking dumb bitch. So she originally was only charged with Chelsea McClellan. Okay. She was, um, let me start by saying this in Texas, in the, any inmate between 1977 and 1987, any violent offender that was convicted in the state of Texas Mm -hmm. between 77 and 87 is, was subject to automatic mandatory release as long as they maintained good behavior in prison. It was this loophole in some law to prevent prison overcrowding because yay fucking Texas. No matter what their crime was? Even violent offenders. And she's in there for murder Mm -hmm. of a child. Between 77 and 87 under this law. Oh my god. Yeah, huh? So she knew that while she was in prison, she wouldn't, she didn't fuck up once because she knew (laughs) that every day she was good. Yeah. Perfect behavior was a day earlier that she would get out. So she had a parole hearing and she was up for parole in 2018. Okay. In May. And they were like, we cannot let this bitch out. Right. We got to do some (laughs) digging. Right. So they were like, we need to find all of this shit. We need to find more stuff on her. Uh, it was called the mandatory release law. Some of the 
I guess some of the hospital records from her time at Bear County Hospital mm-hmm. were destroyed. Um, but the authorities expect that she probably killed as many as 60 infants. Gosh, that is I know, so it's disgusting. Gross. Um, Asshole. So in May of 2017, Janine was indicted for the murder of a boy named Joshua Sawyer. Um, in 1981, Joshua Sawyer was only 11 months old. Oh, no. He came in, um, he was in a coma and was having seizures due to smoke inhalation after his family house burned down. So, his brain activity, like, during MRIs and stuff, was, like, promising. They had no reason to believe that this little boy... Wasn't gonna pull through. Exactly. They, like... Oh, that's so Yeah, he, his, everything... they thought that. Mm Mm-hmm. So, after he came under Jones's care, suddenly he worsened. Shocking. Hmm. Um, He suffered multiple cardiac arrests, and before his heart stopped completely... No. Um, lab reports showed more than double the prescribed dose of Dilantin, which is the anti-seizure medicine, in his system. God, that bitch. Mm -hmm. This is so sad. And he died, I'm assuming? Yeah. In 81. So he was charged, she was charged with his death. Um, she was charged with three more murders in 2017. Uh, Rosemary Vega... Uh, Ricky Nelson, who he died on July 3rd in 1981. Paul Villarreal on September 24th, 1981. Patrick Zawala on January 17th, 1982. Um, and all of them were injected with either muscle relaxers, which is succinylcholine, mm-hmm. painkillers. And in 2019, the judge ruled that she was competent enough to stand trial on five new murder, murder charges in early 2020, which was actually in January, uh, preventing any possibility of release. Good. Mm-hmm. On January 16th, 2020, Jones pleaded guilty to the murder of 11-month-old Joshua Sawyer um, on December 12th, 1981, as part of a plea deal um, in which four other charges were dropped. She was sentenced to life in prison and won't be eligible for parole until she's around 87 years old. Good. She should never be let out. How come there isn't some law that's like, you're charged with like four or five murders. Mm -hmm. You are never getting out. Yeah. Like, why can't they just do that? I agree. I agree. I agree too. I agree. Sorry, I was like reading while I'm trying to talk. (laughs) Guys, I'm a fucking mess. I I agree, agree, girl. When I have this many facts in my head, I'm like, there's so much, right? Yeah, but if it's... If it's true that she killed that many people, it literally makes her the worst serial killer in American history. Like, I mean, Dahmer's time, yeah, it was during this, and he wasn't charged till the 90s, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's like, he was given a total of 900 years for all of his murders. Why can't they do that with this bitch? Plea deal. God. She's gonna have a plea deal. I mean, this bitch is a fucking monster. Hell Yeah. An absolute fucking monster. I don't know. I mean, there's so much in this. I mean, I could tell you of what each of these kids that they threw at her, why they died, why they were there, how she killed them. But, I mean, it's just so much information. I mean, the fact that there was even a loophole in Texas law that... Ugh. To prevent prison overcrowding that violent criminals... Could get out on good it behavior. It should not apply to them, no. It shouldn't even have been a fucking thing. I'm sure they've corrected that now. They have. They have. But she would have been freed in 2018. Are you fucking nuts? There's this woman that she reminds me of. And her name is Catherine Knight. And I want to say she was in Australia. And she... Fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Fucking nuts. And same like when you're saying like... Uh, her personality was like she didn't have a filter. She would just like act out in public. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, like that reminded me of her so much. You guys have to look this bitch up. Her name's Catherine Knight. Yeah, now I want to like read all about her. Oh yeah. Um, but so that kept playing in my mind. She's and she's so fucking nuts. And this woman is so fucking nuts. But also, what I was gonna tell you is, um, the angel of death thing. 
That they called her this too. Yeah. Apparently that's like a hospital thing. Right. And just recently in the past like year or two, there was an angel of death at the VA hospital here in uh, Martinsburg, West Virginia, where my dad is seen. Obviously. Oh my God. And he was doing the Of course it's going to be where he is. Yeah, I know. I'm like, my dad's like, I feel safe there. I'm like, really? Because there was an angel of death there. (laughs) But he did it the same way through injecting medicine these patients didn't need. That guy did like the insulin, He did. He would shoot these patients up. But like you said, like... The ones that couldn't really speak for themselves and stuff like the that. The vulnerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He would shoot them uh, in the stomach with insulin, which would kill them. In the stomach? In the stomach. And uh, so they, a couple of them had to be exhumed and stuff. But this was only like a year ago. Like, oh my, that, oh yeah, that's when, when he was dead. When he was caught. I mean, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Before that. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is just, what the, f- why, you're going to go to medical school because... You want to save people, and then does something and then, switch? Right, and like you, what happens and you, to make you want to like start killing people? Like with and start her, saving where there's them. like the god complex, and then all of a sudden you realize you like the part of them dying more. Okay, so there's actually a thing to that. Okay, so remember how I was telling you how this is like one of my favorite mental illnesses to like right. read about? Yes. Have you ever heard about Munchausen? Uh, yes, I okay. definitely have. So Munchausen syndrome or Munchausen's disorder, however you want to listen to it, it's not called that anymore. It's actually, um, I forget. Let me, I'm going to look it up real quick. It's actually called, um, like, fucking, I don't know. I don't remember what it's called, but I'm going to call it Munchausen's. This is actually Munchausen's by proxy. Yeah, it's called like fake something now or something. Yeah. Uh, fuck if I know. It's when you inflict an illness on somebody else to mm-hmm. get attention. So like if you have Munchausen syndrome, you are inflicting an illness on yourself. And yeah, I mean, okay. and some people go to great fucking lengths mm-hmm. to like... They'll inject themselves with drugs to mimic symptoms of diseases. So they go to the oh hospital to get treatment for a disease mm-hmm. that they don't have just for the attention. Yeah. Just for people to dote on them and give them attention and feel bad for them. Yeah. And like love on them and shit. So Munchausen's by proxy is inflicting an illness on somebody else. But they prey on the vulnerable as well. Usually it's the elderly and children. So that way, if it's, if it's the vulnerable people, the person that is inflicting the illness is the one that's getting the attention. They're the caretaker for the vulnerable that can't act or speak for themselves. So they're the ones getting the attention Mm-hmm. For the one being treated. So that's why she started out with the, like, make the kids sick. And then, oh, my God, I saved this Here kid. I am with my God and complex getting, saving the day. Right. But she was making them sick and saving them. So the family would right. be like, oh, my gosh, thank God for you, Janine. You're a godsend. I don't know what we would do without you, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Right. So she actually had Munchausen's by proxy. Right. But she never inflicted it on her own kids. No. In fact, I didn't read anything ever about where her kids are now, what they think of her, if they even speak to her. Really? Nothing on a personal level about her at all. I bet you that on a very low scale, mm-hmm. she probably did the same kind of shit to her kids, not in a deadly way. But I bet if you could talk to them, they'd be like, my mom was weird and she you know, would say something was wrong with me that wasn't. Or, you know, random shit. Because if you're that sick, they had to have seen some signs. Even if she was sane enough to be like, I'm going to leave my kids alone. Well, there are so many um, from like the 80s. There are tons and tons and tons of um, interviews with people. And they were like, she has no social skills. She's weird. She's brash. She's this, she's that. Um, She never really, it was almost like she was looking for something that she never had or looking for traits Mm -hmm. that she wished she had, but she didn't. Mm. So she wasn't a caregiver. She wasn't 
She wasn't like an affectionate person. She didn't have that part of her personality that she was like a caregiver. Right. And so she wanted to be, and she wanted people to see her that way. And so they think that's why she became a nurse. Right. Um, because she wasn't like that. So she was, it was almost like she was trying to build a personality and build a character that she wasn't naturally. Right. Um, you know, there was one, um, ugh, I was reading about this one interview and, you know, her husband left her really fast. <laughs> and surprise, surprise. I know, because she's, she's a gem, really. <laughs> um, and during one of these interviews, while she was out on bond, yeah, before her murder trial, they actually, she was out on bond. Like, they were like, she's not a flight risk. After the... After Chelsea, Chelsea McClellan, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, Texas she, was so dumb back then. Back then? Sorry, Texas, but... Y'all, your justice system is fucking jacked. I don't know anything about that, but... Let's say Robin Williams makes tons of jokes about Texas. And their justice... May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. (laughs) I fucking love you, Robin Williams. (laughs) But, oh. So during this interview, they're, like, in her trailer somewhere in, like, BFE, Texas. And Mm -hmm. um, the reporter, like, she got all dressed up like she was going on a date with him. And her, this woman that she worked with at Bear County Hospital. Yeah. Um, that like tried to like emulate her. She was like this follower, little peon sheep bitch. The, she like moved into the trailer with her or whatever. Yeah. Um, she was there for the interview and there was a 19 year old quote unquote man there that like (laughs) kept kissing on her and like holding her hand the whole time or whatever. That was her new husband. And how old was she at this time? 32. Oh, you sick motherfucker. Right. So, like, he started, like, asking just normal fucking questions. And she was like, you know, my lawyer said that I shouldn't be talking about this and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, I'm going to fucking talk about this shit. Can't shut me up. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, expletive, expletive. And who's doing that? Janine. Oh. Oh my gosh. She's going fucking batshit, right? And then, um, and he said something and she was like, and people keep talking shit like me and whatever her fucking name is, like the girl that lives there, mm-hmm. uh, about us being lesbians and shit. She's like, ask my fucking husband if I'm a lesbian. And like her husband like oh, started like kissing God. on her and shit. I was like, you crude fucking bitch. I was like, you know, I have a mouth. And I say shit like that, but I would never say something like that to a reporter. She is Catherine Knight's fucking doppelganger. Right. So, My so God. he is actually, let me see if There's I can find it. There's more people in the world like that? Like, let me see if I can find it because I actually have the article. Fuck it. Never mind. I don't know where it is. I'm not going to look for it. <laughs> but anyways. Maybe there will be a later update. Yeah. I don't know. I'm tired of talking about this bitch. But anyways, that's my story. Well... Guess what? We will definitely update you when she dies or gets charged with another murder. Hopefully it's and we fucking will soon. Celebrate and we will buy champagne because she's a horrible person. Go take a shit on her grave. <laughs> That's disgusting, but she deserves that shit. She does. Literally. My shit. <laughs> on fire. On her fucking headstone. Oh my god, she's a nightmare. You're welcome, Janine. <laughs> I hope you listen to the show, Janine. <laughs> right, because they get podcasts in prison. Yeah. Oh my god. Maybe in Texas. You never know. Texas is not doing it right. Mm-mm. At least they weren't in the eighties. Right. Alright, well thanks so much for listening. Bye, Twatty Pies. See you next week. Mm-hmm. The boogeyman is gone now. Ha, ha, ha.